the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon and welcome to this edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. I'm Bill Bunkley and of course we are part of the Salem Media Group and we are excited to be with you today. And that is, as we continue to uh, march on day after day after day with the new normal, well, there certainly is uh, not uh, any kind of a, of a drought in supply of controversial stories that uh, faces uh, each and every sunrise all the way to every sunset and then on to the next day. There certainly is uh, a lot on the table for all of us that are part of the United States of America. And uh, especially for those of us with a Christian worldview, as we uh, continue uh, to look to the Lord for our light, we look to the Lord for our refuge, we look to the Lord for his guidance and wisdom. And oh, does our country need to have a dose of godly wisdom. Our country certainly needs a dose of humility certainly needs to deal with uh, outrageous self-righteousness. Because I'm going to tell you that what's happening in America, you and I know it's not sustainable. And in many ways, we can look at what's been happening in America, and we see it throughout uh, Old Testament history. It's in times like these that we really get a clear understanding of how insidious sin is and the many ways that sin uh, will manifest itself. Now today we are going to be spending some time talking about racism. In fact, we're going to be talking about racism, the Bible, and the church. And a catalyst for doing it today, certainly uh, what's happening in the national headlines and uh, the, uh, the crisis uh, in terms of the discussion of uh, not only policing in America, but the future of policing in America. Uh, we have a new Barna poll that has come out uh, 
dealing with this very subject about the church and racism. And so um, we're going to be walking through that uh, during the first hour. And um, as always, uh, know that our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Now also coming up on today's program, here is a question that's being asked across America. Yesterday, the district attorney in Atlanta brought former charges against the, against the police officer who shot uh, Richard Brooks. Eleven different charges, eleven different counts, including murder, were lodged against uh, the police officer. And there was a chorus all around America. Was this overcharging? Was this overcharging based on the evidence? Was this a district attorney who was reacting because of the tremendous political pressure uh, in Atlanta? When a jury is seated for this trial, and presumably if the officer were to plead not guilty, will a jury convict this police officer on the charges uh, as they are defined and stated in the Georgia statutes? We'll have have that discussion coming up in the second hour, because as a result of that, last night was a huge sick-out by the Atlanta Police Department. Huge numbers of Atlanta police officers, after watching or becoming aware of the charges of their fellow ex-officer, they called in sick for the shift last night. And I mean, there were widespread pockets, according to reports, that uh, the police were not on the streets. And then reports of those who were on the streets... Uh, we're not we're not responding to calls or responding to calls hours later. We'll talk about that, and that also is the subject of tomorrow's uh, something to think about. So we'll talk about that as well in the second hour. And how about Mr. John Bolton? John Bolton has decided to preempt the. Um, uh, the charges, or at least the uh, the Justice Department was bringing uh, a civil action to stop the uh, selling of John Bolton's tell-all book about President Donald Trump and serving uh, in the White House with him. And so um, the, um, the former ambassador of the U.N. decided to release the book to a couple of three what would be known as liberal outlets. And we're going to talk about that because it really bothers me. You know, loyalty is very important to me. And what I mean by loyalty is this, is that Mr. Bolton accepted a position uh, in the White House working 
together with other colleagues in the Trump administration. Now, just know that if you if you know what the term hawk means, he definitely was a hawk. And and the reason why I'm going to be talking more about this in the second hour is whether his allegations are completely true or completely false or somewhere in the middle. I have a real problem on two levels. Number one, if you're going to work for someone, and there's two examples. One is the example that we have here, working for the President of the United States. Or you may go to work for a private company. And it's my belief that if you have any personal integrity or character, you do not leave the organization that you have been working for and you turn around and you accept a $2 million prepayment. That's what Mr. Bolton was paid. He already has received $2 million for this story and uh, I tell you what it really bothers me when you see that level of disloyalty and the other reason why I question this is because some of the allegations are certainly extremely inflammatory If they were of such a concern to Mr. Bolton, <clears throat> to me the ethical and the, the path of integrity would be to have resigned on the spot his position with the White House. And if he felt that uh, it was so patently inappropriate, then he should have gone public and talked about it then. But he didn't. He continued to work, and he continued to have these meetings and experiences as part of his, part of his gig there. And um, you really question his motives. $2 million, do a Benedict Arnold, and again, whether it's true or not true for me is on the sidelines. I, I Maybe you and I disagree, but I, I just find that despicable. But we'll probably take that up again um, during the second hour. But just want to tell you that as we walk with the Lord, and by the way, if Mr. Bolton, let, let, let's bring this down to earth, okay? Either you're out of, job, out of a job or you're in a job and... Things develop, and by the way, I believe God, uh, God just, uh, he engineers all of our circumstances. That's why it doesn't make any matter to, to, to grumble and any matter to complain. Why? Because uh, I've grown to understand, and, and more so during the last two or three months, that if we understand how much God is in charge with every moment and that uh, our moments were planned long ago, 
then you don't get as much stressed out about it. But but here's the principle. Let's say that you are a practicing Christian, which I hope all of you are listening today. And let's just say that somebody with a strip club uh, was going to offer you, oh, let's call it uh, $10,000 a month. Let's call it $120,000 or $150,000 a year to, uh, to be the manager of a strip club. Now, I can tell you that probably if, if, if that goes against not only my Christian principles, but even if one was a non-Christian and had a strict moral code, one would not accept that, that position. And so it's very important. And I know sometimes there's a lot, a lot of pressure to compromise about taking a job and finding out it's not what it, what it was all cracked up to be, and especially in a time like this. But um, I hope and pray that we as Christians are mature enough to know that if we, if we get into something like that and we have to walk away, remember that vengeance is the Lord, not ours. Now, I'm not talking about having to do a report, especially if it's uh, something uh, illegal or there's a, a you know a life or limb uh, that's involved here. Yes, you need to move and move quickly. But but you know, where is John Bolton going to get another job? Who would hire? Would you hire him? <laughs> Not on your life. So yet here we have yet another controversy in the national chess match concerning the President of the United States. This one is just a little disgusting to me. I'm Bill Bunkley. I'll be back with the poll on church and racism. As the will of the students go, so goes the will of the nation. This is the central theme of the new movie, Return to the Hiding Place, a film about Corey Ten Boom and her family's heroic efforts to hide and save Jews from Nazis during World War II and about her secret army of teenagers. Watch this captivating movie tonight with your older children at SalemNow.com and save 20% with the promo code TAMPA. Return to the Hiding Place at SalemNow.com. Promo code TAMPA. In the 2016 race for president, Donald Trump was not the first choice for many Christian voters. His personal history made it unimaginable that he would defend Christian values as president, or so we thought. In his new book, For God and Country, The Christian Case for Trump, Dr. Ralph Reed shows that President Trump has kept his promises and been the most effective presidential defender of religious liberty and the pro-life cause since Reagan. It's required reading in 2020. For God and Country, the new book by Ralph Reed, available wherever books are sold. Did you know the human body does not make its own vitamin C? Taking vitamin C is one of the best things you can do for your health, and aqua powders is the best way to get vitamin C. Aqua powders vitamin C is delicious when added to water and provides you with 2,000 milligrams of vitamin C to boost your immune system and increase your energy. 
Transform your water into wellness with Aqua Powders Vitamin C, available at Amazon. That's Aqua Powders with a Z, available at Amazon. Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. They don't know the Son. They don't know the truth of the gospel, how to be saved. They don't know God loves them. So God manifested it to us. But where does it say in the Bible that God hath commanded the light to shine out of darkness? Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. What a beautiful name. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673 if you'd like to join the conversation. Of course, uh, we're part uh, of uh, the Salem Media Group. And as I said earlier, honored to be with you here today. What a beautiful name, the name of Jesus. Now, I just mentioned that because it's a beautiful name this afternoon to those of us who know the Lord Jesus Christ. It's soothing because it it is a reminder that he is with us just now. It is a reminder of how close he is. It's a reminder of uh, his entourage, which he's got on earth. He's him and his father. They have angels that are watching over us. Who knows in our lifetime or who knows, maybe in the last week, maybe one of you, avoided something that you didn't even know was going to be a threat. And it was taken care of by the angels. How many of us don't really realize that sometimes when we are delayed, we are delayed because the Lord is in the schedule of the day. And we may not know what we had missed. How many testimonies, just as an example, of people who either got on a flight they weren't expecting to get on at the last minute, or they didn't make a flight, and then we hear those testimonies when something tragic has has happened on, on a particular flight. Now, it's a beautiful name to us, but as I said yesterday, boy, mention that out uh, in the... Um, in the culture around here, around the country, you can get some real looks if you name the name of Jesus, the J word. But um, I'm, uh, I'm just, I'm just delighted that I can just say Jesus, Jesus. It just sort of rolls off your lips, and it's just uh, my friend uh, Jesus. Well. Let's talk about the true church. You know, for generations upon generations upon generations, 
sort of the customs of a congregation, they're, uh, they're laid down. The, uh, the ways of a church service or a church congregation are sort of laid out. And what we must do from time to time, we must ask ourselves, what am I doing not only in my life, but uh, in our corporate worship? Are we engaging in activities personally and at the church? Are they Bible-centric, or are they part of a tradition? And the first thing I want to just share with you, it's just the fact that the most segregated hour in America, or couple of hours in America, for decades and decades and decades, has been on Sunday morning. For many years, African Americans were more than happy to celebrate their resurrection morning with fellow African Americans. Whites, Latinos, that's just been sort of the way America has functioned year after year after year. And uh, for decades I've heard pastors either preach or talk about the fact of this most segregated hour in America. Now there's some reasons for this that, that uh, aren't, all, aren't in the uh, nefarious column. And what I mean by that is we have glorious cultures. African Americans, boy, they have a glorious culture when it comes to worshiping the Lord. And I got to tell you that because my style of worship growing up and the style of worship that I may not be exposed to all the time, when I get a chance to, uh, you probably heard my enthusiasm uh, when some of my African-American uh, pastor friends that uh, I have uh, grown to, uh, uh, to know and love and work with over the years, I get all excited when they're going to come and pray or, or they're going to be sharing because it is, uh, it, I mean, I'll say, hey, we're getting ready to do church now. Don't go away. We've got so-and-so praying right after the break, and I mean that. And then we, we talk about our Latino friends, and uh, they've got a, a different style of worship. But, but uh, again, the, the, the cultural differences, it really is uh, very interesting. And when you get to uh, even mainline churches in America, predominantly white, but even in, in, in the predominantly white churches, boy, don't we have... Uh, the, the, don't, don't we really have uh, boundaries that separate us on Sunday morning? And uh, because this is a serious subject, I'm not going to I could go down every denomination, and most of you remember, there have been some interesting one-liners to describe the, uh, the general characteristics of a, of a denomination. And it's not just that there are denominational differences. Well, let's see here. Should we baptize by immersion or should we just sprinkle? 
Now, I want to give you an example, and we're going to get into this after the break. I am absolutely convinced that when you look at the Scripture, and it talks about baptismo, and we have this picture of being buried and then raised again in newness of life, I can tell you that there's absolutely no question in my mind that to be baptized, you need to be immersed. But I can tell you, I've never broken fellowship with other believers who, in their, uh, in their style of uh, worshiping, that's just not the case. But we have not only cultural differences, but we have uh, theological differences. One thing about what I call organic Christianity is that there are some things that we must, we must agree on. And they're the majors. And then when it comes to style and some other things, uh, those are minor. And that should not divide us. When I come back, let's, uh, let's see how we're going to be proactive going in the future to bring some of these divisions down and to join one another in worship and our love for the Lord. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The Supreme Court is striking down President Trump's effort to declare the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program to be illegal. And the program came to being under President Obama. This ruling now means that the young immigrants will not be deported and also retain their right to work in the U.S. despite their illegal status. The White House had challenged that. And the Supreme Court says that the 650,000 people enrolled in the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals simply cannot be deported, at least for the time being. In just about any other year, Juneteenth, the holiday celebrating the day in 1865 that all enslaved black people learned that they had been freed from bondage, would be marked by African-American families across the country with something like a cookout or a parade. But this year, it will be a day of protest tomorrow in many places around the country. On Wall Street, the Dow Jones Industrial Average down 134 points. This is SRN News. This is good news, maybe exactly when you need it to. Right now, MediShare is waiving their new member fees. This could save you money on top of all that you'll save each month by becoming a member of MediShare. So many people are looking for a health care solution right now, seeing the cost of COBRA plans, for instance. And MediShare is the affordable alternative to health insurance. The typical family saves $500 a month, but you might save even more. MediShare is a Christian community that shares each other's health care costs, and because of the current economic situation, they're making it easier than ever. Apply by June 30th. You can save an additional $170 on your first month. I'll give you the number here in a second, and if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Just tell them the promo code SHARE to receive your additional savings. Maybe now is the time to make the switch, like more than 400,000 people already have, and start saving. Here it is. Call 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? 
then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-704-1662. 800-704-1662. That's 800-704-1662. Weekday mornings at 6. Join Pastor Steve Kreloff for... Verse by verse. You cannot entertain any thoughts that it might be an option of whether I want to let these desires live and develop into sinful actions. There's no option. They have to die. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. Weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk AM 910 and FM 102.1. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. To battle is to fight, to struggle, to overcome, and ultimately for the Marine Corps, it means to win. There is no alternative. It's not just a statement of intent. It's a promise to our nation, a promise kept for more than two centuries, a promise of the Marines. Bill Bunkley here, the Bill Bunkley Show. Can I ask you a question? Do you own that? Now, really, 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 just be honest with me. Do you own that? Do you really feel in your heart of hearts that Jesus will never fail you? Now, I'm not saying that Jesus will never disappoint you. He's not going to set out to disappoint you. But you can certainly have a feeling of disappointment if if he doesn't answer a prayer uh, in the way and the timing that you are asking. But I tell you, this whole thing about trusting God and, and really trusting him, it's the difference of day and night. For your blood pressure, for your joy, your happiness, excuse me, your joyfulness, your state of being. But I'll tell you what, just uh, just consider that. Well, I want you to remember Jesus. When it came to minorities, the biggest example in the New Testament of that is all of his interaction with the Samaritans. 
Because if you were a sociologist looking backwards, you would see that many of the manifestations between the, um, in some instances, hatred, certainly dislike, certainly uncomfortable, certainly, well, I just, I just don't deal with those people. It is the Jewish uh, Samaritan relationships, uh, often like black and white relationships today, or the way they have been for many, many years. Throw in that to your Hispanics. And remember that what I want to talk about, even though we're looking at racism in the church, remember the natural tendencies of us all. All we have to do is look back to uh, the uh, immigrants that were coming to America who were passing labor, Lady Liberty, who were processed on Ellis Island with very little money, and so it stands to reason that by the time they got to New York, across the harbor, that's as far as they could afford to go. And because uh, many of those groups did not know how to speak English and did not know how to speak any other language than their own, that's why when we go to New York City today, and not only the boroughs, but some of the, uh, some of the different areas in lower Manhattan, we, we, we see... Uh, you know, quite frankly, uh, uh, the wonderful aspects of cultural heritage. But for our purposes, you know, we are looking now at how to move forward. How to move forward from truly a, a, a Jesus worldview. Now, like many other issues, the Bible has been clear in this area. And I'm going to give you some verses, and I'm going to talk about this poll, but you might want to jot down Paul's letter to the Christians at Galatia. You would know it as Galatians. If you flip over to the third chapter and 28, you've heard this verse, but maybe you'll hear it afresh and anew. Today, Paul wrote this. Think about it. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There's even, even's my word, there's even no male and female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. I wanted to use that verse to begin our discussion today. And the phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. This is, the, this is the benchmark. This is the watermark. This is where we begin of not only our self-examination, but our corporate uh, examination. And our corporate, being the church, examination of that, that corporate uh, entity interacting in the culture. We're just we're just one in Christ. Nothing less, nothing more, nothing else. And so obviously the church has been considering an area that has been overlooked 
not only far too long around the globe, but in America, it's been overlooked, and it is time for all of us to re-educate ourselves of what God our Father's intent is, how he showed his intent through his Son, and to give the Holy Spirit the, the freedom in our lives to act, learn, change, and go forth accordingly. Let me just give a shout-out before I forget. CBN News had uh, some great coverage, and so of my notes, uh, uh, some are mine, some are theirs. Just want to give them credit. Uh, yesterday, the Barna Group released a brand-new, I call it a poll, they call it a survey, Uh, But anyway, it was a survey dealing with the church and with racism. The poll was conducted last week. Here's some numbers. Of those polled, uh, 94% of pastors believe the church has a responsibility to publicly denounce racial discrimination. 94%. 94%. Do you agree or do you disagree? 877-943-9673. Uh, you can jump in this afternoon if you want to um, look at that. Uh, the first one is 94% of pastors believe the church has a responsibility to publicly denounce racial discrimination. Three out of four church leaders, now these aren't pastors, these are church leaders, I believe, and I <clears throat> I was going to look and see what if there was a distinction, and I didn't have a chance to do this, but uh, let's just look at this number. 76% of church leaders say the church should, su- should support peaceful protesting. About 62% of churches have made a public statement about those protests. Now, a couple of things in these numbers. First of all, it occurs to me that one has to define a peaceful protest. We're not going to get into weeds today about that, but I'm just giving you some observations here about uh, some of these uh, some of these polls. And so my response is, we have clear-cut evidence in Scripture how Jesus responded to real-life historical um, events. where he clearly denounced exactly what Paul was talking about in Galatians. There's neither Jew or Greek. Today we could say there's neither black or white. We're just Christians. Now, no, if you had to be joining us for the first time, 
I don't believe that there are different races. But we're using the skin color um, as a race. That is what is the baseline here. I understand that. But my understanding, it is pretty simple. God had a redo a few years ago. It was called the Great Flood. And there was a handful of people on an ark. And we all come from that family. But nonetheless, we, we have divisions. And because the Bible's told us not to judge someone about how they look, but what's in their heart, well, the first thing we have to admit that the fact that we're even having to talk about an issue because of someone's skin color, uh, that alone is is something that we ought to examine our hearts as Christians. What's interesting here is, is about uh, a little less than two-thirds, 62% made a statement about the protests, but one-third of our churches are silent. And so as we look at on the scale, in America today, especially after the last few days, how are Christians reacting toward the racism that they see before them? Is it changing? According to Barna, with that 94%, they are seeing that the pastors, I don't want to say they've been awoken, but it's like we have a revival in our lives. There, There's some freshness. Um, the pastors are, are taking note and asking the Lord to bring them to that place of the truth. And they are the shepherds. Now, I go to a church that is is a diversified church. But you know, we can have diversified churches and and probably because of the uh, the last couple of de- decades of interracial marriages, uh, believe me, in some churches, hey, they will tell you, I don't think this is the best place for you. Well, obviously, you want to avoid those churches by country mile. But Barna makes the point, and it's interesting, that even though we may have diversity in our churches, do we do enough to talk about the disparity? The disparity. The uneven ground. And uh, one of the pastors, Pastor John Gray of Relentless Church, located in Greenville, South Carolina, Interesting quote. He said, I'm willing to step into other people's reality so I can feel what it's like to be them. The challenge is I don't often see that coming the other way because if there's empathy, then we wouldn't see this lack of humanity. I'm going to give you a personal witness of many times I've experienced this when I've been abroad overseas on a mission trip. That's coming up next on the Bill Bunkley Show. Who you think you are? I say I'm just a nobody. 
Here's Dr. Charles Stanley, keeping believers in touch with God. The way you learn godly spiritual lessons is observing what you did or what you did not do, observing what happens when you ask God to forgive and you repent of it, and observing what God did after you dealt with it. That's the way you learn godly lessons. Somebody says, well, if God would just explain to me what's happening, (laughs) I got news for you. There's not a verse in the Scripture that says he's going to or he's under any obligation. Listen, he wants us to learn to trust him. Grace is all about God providing, listen, not an explanation, but support and strength and faith and belief in him that he's doing the right thing for us. For help and hope from God's Word, visit In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley at InTouch.org. As the will of the students goes, so goes the will of the nation. This is the central theme of Return to the Hiding Place, the film about Corey Ten Boom and her secret army of teenagers' heroic efforts to hide and save Jews from the Nazis during World War II. Corey's story was made famous by her book and original movie produced by the Billy Graham Association. 45 years later comes Return to the Hiding Place, the untold behind-the-scenes true story of Corey's secret army of student teenagers' efforts to rescue Jewish people. Told by Hans Poli, one of Corey's teens in the resistance, Return to the Hiding Place is an action-packed film of the Dutch underground's true breathtaking rescue of an entire orphanage of Jewish children. Return to the Hiding Place, starring John Rice Davies. Watch this captivating film tonight with your older children at SalemNow.com and save 20% with the promo code TAMPA. Return to the Hiding Place at SalemNow.com, promo code TAMPA. Due to historical content, might not be suitable for younger audiences. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And And we're we're the the owners owners of South Coast Coast Tax. We would like to thank our Lord for protecting us from evil. Psalm 91 states, He is my refuge and my fortress, for He will rescue us from every trap and protect us from deadly disease. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys who specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We are also a small firm who will treat you like family and not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation, and we'll take the time to explain all of the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. In John 8.36, so if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed, and one way we can achieve that is by being debt-free. So let us help you today. Call us at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS tax debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. Saturday mornings at 8, Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. If there's a mortgage still on it, then he owns uh, one half subject to the mortgage. If you pay the mortgage off and you want to be compensated for that, then just get him to sign a new mortgage or a promissory note to you so there's some, some proof that he owes you the money. Okay, I appreciate that. Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also 
find encouragement on our Facebook page, WTBN AM 570 and 910. Streaming at letstalkfaith.com. Yes, you are if you know him. And don't ever let the devil tell you something otherwise. Hey, welcome back. Bill Bunkley here. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Probably going to continue this discussion going on. uh, Probably skip the second hour. That is our conservative hour, the issues hour here on the Bill Bunkley Show as we bring in our answer stations. Uh, Probably going to pick up on this uh, subject. Uh, again in the uh, 5 o'clock hour. But but I want to give you an example, quick example, of those churches that, that uh, are open and, and discussing the idea about diversity. You have one element to where it's, it is something that uh, the pastor uh, certainly has a long-standing track record of talking about, of sharing a lot of what I'm sharing today. And so there is this acceptance uh, sort of, you know, uh, intellectually uh, about how things ought to be. But what, what, what doesn't happen is there hasn't been an opportunity for cultural interactive diversification. And what I mean by that is, let me share. I probably say this every time I have returned from a a very remote place overseas uh, on one of our Salem uh, talk show hosts, um informational missionary visits and and so i've told this story but i remember when i was in the philippines on one of the very remote islands and myself and my salem colleagues a handful of us uh we were the the first white people they had ever seen i mean they're back in remote areas they have just absolutely very little contact, and part of the reason why we were there was one of our ministries going in deep, deep in areas to fulfill the Great Commission. And uh, and so, man, that was like, man, who, man, this guy, this guy must be sick. Looks a little pale. This boy needs some color in him. I'm sure that's what they were saying, but the interaction after the fact. As uh, oftentimes we'll spend a day or two uh, in these situations, most of the time, just to be honest, they're in very uh, poor uh, people groups. And sometimes we 
in our visits where we're in a remote area, but then we will visit an inner city ministry or, or an urban ministry. But I want to tell you that just spending a day or two, maybe with people you need an interpreter with, just observing them and their families and, and, and watching them worship, you have no idea most of the time what they're singing until they sing one of our choruses that we're familiar with here in this country and then we're just smiling because we're being our own translators because we know the words but yet they're singing it in their native language and the point i'm making is that's what i think we have missed in some instances in some of the churches who were even willing to discuss diversity and we've got other churches we really got to bring along but we're even hearing it, and so this is why I think it's a God thing. We're even hearing it from some of the secular leaders, and that is, hey, get to know somebody who's of a, of, a, of a different cultural background than yours and invite them over for fellowship. Now, I say that because this may be, this certainly is going to be hindered right now because of uh, whatever. But, you know, if if you had an opportunity to have a little something out in the backyard and you had the shade and you had six or eight foot separation and give everybody masks and everybody's masked up and, and let, until they eat, you want to really bring people together? You want to have people never even think about skin color? Have this one-on-one interaction. Have your church looking for those opportunities to do that. And I'm going to talk more about this poll and talk more about what we can do uh, as a church. And um, I'm not minimizing, in fact, I'm the one calling for dialogue, but I'm talking about dialogue that's followed up by relationships. Because it's not going to happen overnight. But I I believe that progress can be made much sooner than later. And we'll look more at this Barna Poe coming along. Does that make you feel uncomfortable or does that excite you? Well, coming up next, we're going to invite in our answer stations and uh, we'll have the conservative portion of the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Carl here for my friends at Moss Nissan. You know, while the factories were slowing production and many dealerships were running out of cars to sell, Moss Nissan and Moss Acura went on an inventory buying spree, so you don't have to settle. Now, with over a 1,000 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from, Moss has a vehicle for everyone's budget. Now, before you buy that Nissan or Acura elsewhere, see Moss. They'll have the vehicle you want, the other guys might not. Their goal is to never lose your business over price. With many favorable finance programs, including 0% loans with approved credit, Moss Nissan Crystal River just received the prestigious Award of Excellence from Nissan. Great job, guys. And if you're searching for a new, improved service experience, Moss Service Departments handle all makes and models. Moss Nissan and Acura are the home of You Serve, You Save, which now applies to pastors and church workers in addition to vets, first responders, and active military. Locations in Newport Ritchie, Crystal River, and now Florida Avenue. Or go to mossacura.com and mossnissan.com. 
Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The Supreme Court has rejected President Trump's effort to end legal protections for 650,000 young immigrants in the country illegally. Florida Senator Marco Rubio says too many Supreme Court justices are acting like lawmakers. You have a Supreme Court that appears to be legislating. And what really troubles a lot of people is that some of the folks that the Republican Party has put on this bench to be not because of policy conclusions, but because they say that they understand that their job is to interpret the law, not to write it, are actively becoming activists. At the White House at this hour, President Trump is holding a roundtable discussion on the reopening of America's small businesses. As a result of the virus, 22% of small businesses were forced to close earlier this year, including 41% of black-owned businesses. But under my administration's strategy to vanquish the virus and restart our economy, Small businesses across the nation are now safely reopening. Meanwhile, in Texas, it's no shirt, no shoes, no masks, no service. Governor Greg Abbott giving local governments to go ahead to require businesses to mandate customers and workers wear face masks after one of the state's most populous counties ordered such a measure amid record numbers of new cases of coronavirus and hospitalizations. That is Ron DeRocks reporting. Even as many European countries are easing lockdowns, some parts of the continent are now seeing a spike in coronavirus cases. Hundreds of cases have been found at one meat packing plant in Germany alone. Meanwhile, Greece has been forced to impose a total seven-day lockdown on one village. The developments came even as a new outbreak in Beijing saw a decline in daily cases and Hong Kong Disneyland reopened after a major drop in infections in the Chinese territory. That's correspondent Jeremy House, and this is SRN News. Do you have constipation with belly pain, straining, and bloating that keeps coming back? Take the five-question gut check to see if it could be more than occasional constipation. It could be irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC. Linzess, or linaclotide, is a prescription medication that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess is not a laxative. It works differently. Linzess helps relieve belly pain and lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Talk to your doctor about whether Linzess is right for you. Go to linzess.com to take the five-question gut check. That's L-I-N-Z-E-S-S dot com or call 1-800. A clergyman goes on trial. Here's Michael Harrington. A hearing has been held by Episcopal leaders on the case of Albany, New York's Bishop William Love. His crime? Refusing to allow churches in his diocese to perform same-sex weddings. Church officials say Love violated new denominational rules that require all Episcopal churches to bless homosexual unions. The leadership says it's not a question of Love's theology, just whether he obeyed the rules. Opponents of same-sex marriage say it is precisely about theology. Michael Harrington, SRN News. Legal experts say this week's Supreme Court ruling in favor of transgenderism will likely spawn many lawsuits surrounding religious freedom. Justice Samuel Alito in his dissent expressed concern that the new ruling will threaten, in his words, freedom of religion, freedom of speech, and personal privacy and safety. 
Alito also fears the court's opinion may lay broader groundwork for a constitutional ruling protecting people from discrimination based on sexual orientation. This is SRN News. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. ACS Home Services is the Bay Area's most trusted heating and AC company. Integrity is their core belief. And you'll know for yourself within moments of meeting your technician. Right now, call 813-534-4117 and take advantage of a total system rejuvenation, including sanitizing ductwork, all for only $79. If you're not 100% satisfied, you don't pay. Learn more at acshomeservices.com or book today at 813-534-4117 813-534-4117 Faith Talk 570 WTBN online at letstalkfaith.com a service of the Salem Media Group Hey, good afternoon. Bill Bunkley here. Welcome back to the Conservative Hour. That's hour number two of the Bill Bunkley Show. And the reason why I say Conservative Hour is because we are joined by our dignified guests this afternoon on our answer stations. And uh, we are always uh, excited when you join us during this hour as I have a chance to um, uh, host both our platforms here with the Salem Media Group. Uh, for not only our answer stations, but for our faith talk stations. And so uh, during the second hour is uh, when we tend to focus a little bit more on some of the issues of of the day. And the reason why I call it the conservative hour, because, well, for all, most of you know, if not, let me introduce myself. I'm Bill Bunkley, and I'm a Christ follower. So part of my world orientation is a Christian worldview. And I am definitely a conservative, and so my orientation uh, to the issues of the day is from a conservative worldview. And uh, I always say this from time to time, uh, there's nothing about um, my show uh, that I'm trying to say is uh, fair to all parties or balanced to all parties. It's not fair and balanced. Now, it isn't that it's unfair it's just that uh, I have a bias, and uh, it would be good if uh, many other people, especially some of the journalists uh, that uh, operate throughout the land, it would be great if they would just come forward and not identify themselves as, as a journalist, but to uh, identify themselves as a biased um, witness uh, who's going to report uh, on a biased basis. Now, having said all that, Got some interesting things happening this afternoon that uh, I just want to bring you some breaking news. Uh, One of those is that um, in California, uh, the governor of California is uh, about to make a proclamation that everybody is going to have to wear masks when they go out in California. So I want to just mention that uh, to you today because that is a very interesting, interesting indeed. 
Now, also, uh, we had uh, another um, uh, bit of uh, breaking news this afternoon, and I think it's important to uh, share it with you and to bring it to you. That is, the Supreme Court is on the move again. And by the way, Justice Roberts, tell you what, he is now in the president's crosshairs. Uh, Because uh, what has happened is we've had another ruling. And we've had another instance where the Chief Justice, Mr. Roberts, he has sided with the liberals in another 5-4 decision. Now, this one concerns DACA. And I wasn't going to be talking about this straight off uh, to begin the program, but I'm going to do that. Our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. So what do we have? We had a decision today. The president, quite frankly, was defeated at the Supreme Court. Uh, And whether you're for the issue or against the issue, it's the idea that we're becoming more and more focused on what role and who Justice Roberts is going to be as the Chief Justice in a vote on the U.S. Supreme Court. Today, DACA, which was the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, well, you had all of the conservatives voted in the block. All the liberals voted in the block, but Justice Roberts. Justice Roberts, and the key quote here, it's now established that he has a pattern of siding with the liberal wing in key decisions. Now, if you are a liberal listening today, you probably have a smile on your face. In fact, I probably believe there's no doubt you have a smile on your face. Because it seems that it has happened to conservatives again. As I was talking to Matt Staver earlier this week, when you have a a liberal that's appointed to the court and that liberal joins other liberals on the court, they they can be very, very true to their judicial philosophy. We may not agree with that philosophy, but you have to give them credit. They stay true to the mark. Here we go again. It doesn't happen on the conservative side. To say that John Roberts is a great, great disappointment is an understatement. It's just an understatement. Because... He has sided with the liberals, not only on DACA. He sided with the liberals on sanctuary cities. He sided with the liberals on the census. He sided with them in religious liberty for the churches during the coronavirus. And now there's calls by the president that it's time for a new justice on the Supreme Court. And the president made it clear. If you have those on the left that are going to assume supreme power, let me just tell you, if you are a very strong proponent of the Second Amendment, 
beware. If you are a strong proponent of the right to life, be forewarned. If you believe in securing our borders and having a very tight, accountable immigration system in America, batten down your hatches. President, and this is going to be a theme of the campaign, President is very clear. Those issues he believes will soon be over and gone. Let me read you a tweet from about an hour, hour and a half ago. This is from the President of the United States. The recent Supreme Court decisions, not only on DACA, Sanctuary Cities, Census, and others, tell you only one thing. We need new justices of the Supreme Court. If the radical left Democrats assume power, your Second Amendment, right to life, secure borders, and, um, hold on. Well, we'll leave it at there because I can't bring it up. So I think you're going to be seeing the president speaking again. I think he's going to pull out one of the elements of his 2016 campaign. Now, keep in mind that Judge Gorsuch, which he appointed, certainly Certainly we have ourselves scratching our heads because he sided with Roberts on uh, amending the 1964 civil rights definition of sex. And he and Mr. Roberts were also castigated by the conservatives on the court because, man, they were just they're just making law. They, they've forgotten that they are in the judiciary branch and not in the legislative branch. I think you're going to see a list, and Fox News is coming, and this is the first thing I thought about when I heard this report, that I think uh, that uh, you're going to see the president as part of his campaign. He is going to ask for some of the same entities to give him input on who he should consider as a Supreme Court nominee. He's going to select a handful of names. He's going to make public those names. And he's going to campaign on those names, letting the American public see, like they did in 2016, that if he is reelected, and when, when and if there are positions on the court, exactly where he's going to go with that. And by the way, this latest decision, it was written by Judge Roberts. Now, remember that Judge Roberts also was the lone judge who started creating law again to save Obamacare. It was going down. It was unconstitutional. And in that case, Judge Roberts said it was something that even the Democrat leaders on Capitol Hill said that it wasn't. It's concerning whether it was a tax or not. I got to tell you. Of all of what's going on in America, this is just a reminder of how important it is to pay attention. And I want to tell you, it's important 
to know that every single vote, well, first of all, must and needs to be counted. I'm certainly concerned, like many others, about massive fraud with a huge amount of mail-in ballots. But if you are a conservative, if you are a Christ follower, First of all, some of you may enjoy the president's personality, but I would tell you totally throw the president's personality out of the mix. Hard to do on both sides. Those who cheer for his bedside manner and those who wish that he was a a little less corrosive, direct, personal. But I'm going to tell you what. You got to be looking at the issues. You've got to be looking at the track record of this president. And you've got to look at the track record of Joe Biden. And I just got to tell you, there's a lot of people who advise the president. I think it's fair to say with President Trump, he has a lot of advisors, but we have one, Mr. Bolton, who didn't Trump didn't go along with and and now he's got a problem because he's got a Benedict Arnold out there amazing to to work for a president and then and then sell yourself for two million dollars for a bounty and you take that bounty money and everybody says well it's all about the money i'll get back to that in a moment but the main thing is we are seeing here that there's little honor and little integrity at the upper levels of governance in America. And I agree with Ted Cruz. He said, over recent years, more and more Chief Justice Roberts has been playing games with the court to achieve the policy outcomes he desires. And he went on to say that uh, before citing past instances of what he called Judge Roberts' sleigh of hands, he said, this is becoming a pattern. Five justices today held that it was illegal for the Trump administration to stop breaking the law. That's bizarre. And when you drill down on it, you're going to find out that the opinion is not that the Trump administration didn't have a right because it's acknowledged in the, in, in, in the ruling that they had the right. It's because they went, around, they went about it the wrong way. Thank you, Justice Roberts. We'll be right back. This is good news, maybe exactly when you need it to. Right now, MediShare is waiving their new member fees. This could save you money on top of all that you'll save each month by becoming a member of MediShare. So many people are looking for a healthcare solution right now, seeing the cost of COBRA plans, for instance. And MediShare is the affordable alternative to health insurance. The typical family saves $500 a month, but you might save even more. MediShare is a Christian community that shares each other's health care costs, and because of the current economic situation, they're making it easier than ever. Apply by June 30th. You can save an additional $170 on your first month. 
I'll give you the number here in a second, and if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Just tell them the promo code SHARE to receive your additional savings. Maybe now is the time to make the switch, like more than 400,000 people already have, and start saving. Here it is. Call 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE. This is Michael Medved at michaelmedved.com for Town Hall. A little-noted detail in a new national poll raises questions on its report of a solid, steady Biden lead. The Wall Street Journal-NBC News poll also asked respondents about social distancing, and 85% claimed they regularly wear masks outside the home. But anybody noting real-world habits of neighbors and strangers knows mask-wearing isn't really that universal. Yes, many respondents must be fibbing, telling pollsters what they think they want to here. Similarly, some voters no doubt feel reluctant to inform representatives of big media companies that they're planning to vote for the president. Last time, the phenomenon of shy Trump voters contributed to notorious polling errors. That pattern may or may not repeat itself, but it's possible that many voters again prefer to mask, you should pardon the expression, an inclination to vote for Donald Trump. I'm Michael Medved. Alliance Defending Freedom, Protecting Religious Liberty. How about it? Is it time for a rocky moment in America? Now, I'm not talking about a physical Rocky Balboa moment, but I'm talking about a, a moment that where it is time to stand up. It's time to be counted. It's time to be firm but loving. But it is time to be heard. Amen? Amen. And uh, that is for my conservative uh, friends listening today as well as those that um, are, are joining us uh, as, as at a time where it just seems like the crisis in America is is uh, one raveling on so many different levels you begin to ask the question do elections count do elections count It is absolutely clear that we're going to be at the four-year mark, and we've got an entire subset of America who never accepted the, re, the, the returns of the last presidential election. In all sorts of mischief, all sorts of horrendous activities, conspiracy to undermine this president, I mean, they're just, they're so numerous. They're for everyone to see. And, uh, you know, there's no doubt in my mind that God is shaking up this country on many levels. Primarily, in my mind, on spiritual levels, but on levels that if we are going to have a good in a truthful America, we, we better start waking up. 
we better start moving ahead and um, need to be need to be not not breaking the six foot rule but we need to be having some conversations and we need to be honest about what's happening now let's talk about John Bolton 877-943-9673 the premise of what I want to lay before you this afternoon is why did it take two million dollars for John Bolton to alert the American public of the allegations put forth in his new book, I Was in the Room? If every allegation is true, you still have to ask yourself, what kind of man is this? What What is the true motivation of John Bolton? Now, first of all, we must acknowledge anyone at these levels, everyone, statesmen, non-statesmen alike, look, they all have an ego. They all have strong beliefs about what they believe in. But if... If these allegations occurred exactly how Mr. Bolton described them, and at this point I want to remind you, very little in this book are direct quotes attributed to the president. Let me repeat. As we get deeper into this, I want you to keep asking yourself the questions. Where are the direct quotes attributable to the president? Now, I don't have a copy, a review copy of his book yet. Only a handful of people do. But those who have had access to the the book are reporting that this, this tell-all has a lot of generalities. I'm suspecting it's it's a lot of what Mr. Bolton feels where the president was coming from. And by the way, he may be totally he may be totally on track with every allegation. But I just want to warn everybody at this point. We certainly don't have the facts. And I am disturbed if there are things in this book, notwithstanding all the politics and and all of the spin, if there are things in this book that are legitimate items that are of a sensitive nature. In fact, he should know better. If there's just one item 
that should have been taken out of this book because, at least in the Trump camp, it wasn't fully vetted. But I'll tell you what, if, if something like that is in there, that just continues to grate on me as far as his character. And when we look at some of these allegations, and uh, we don't know about the restraining order, because obviously with the announcement by the Attorney General Barr of the restraining order, that's when this book was very, very quickly released. And then he agreed to go to ABC News, and he had, you may have seen excerpts, he had the exclusive interview with Martha Raddus for a quote-unquote glimpse of what's in the book. How about these words? And by the way, credit again, uh, Fox News and CBN News for background on the story. Here are some words that that Bolton describes of Trump. They even seem a little Trumpish. Trump is erratic. He's erratic. Oh, Trump is irrational. The president is foolish. He's a fool. He's foolish. And he's, get this, stunningly uninformed. That's, that, that's, that's the one I chuckle the most. You know, there's a lot of elitists running around in Washington these days. And oh, by the way, you and I could very easily be referred to as, oh, those little folks down in Florida. You know, that whole group down there, they are stunningly uninformed. When I come back, how he feels, Vladimir Putin feels about the president. 877-943-9673. Be right back. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. A setback for President Trump today at the U.S. Supreme Court, the court rejecting the president's effort to end legal protections for 650,000 young illegal immigrants. The justices rejected the administration's arguments that the eight-year-old Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program, or DACA, is illegal. President Trump today holding a roundtable discussion on the reopening of America's small businesses, He says that the impact of the coronavirus was deep, but his policies have been getting things back on track. About 1.5 million laid-off workers applied for U.S. unemployment benefits last week. The latest figure from the Labor Department marked the 11th straight weekly decline in applications since they peaked at nearly 7 million back in March. On Wall Street at the close, it was a Dow Jones Industrial Average down after a rough session today, off by 39 points. This is SRN News. In the 2016 race for president, Donald Trump was not the first choice for many Christian voters. His personal history made it unimaginable that he would defend Christian values as president, or so we thought. In his new book, For God and Country, The Christian Case for Trump, Dr. Ralph Reed shows that President Trump has kept his promises and has been the most effective presidential defender of religious liberty and the pro-life cause since Ronald Reagan and perhaps all of U.S. history. In For God and Country, Reed pushes back against left-wing evangelicals trying to shame Christians into turning against Trump. 
revealing how liberals hope to reverse President Trump's pro-religious freedom policies, why President Trump is the most pro-Israel president in history, and why that should matter to all Christians in America. With first-hand personal and professional anecdotes from Dr. Reed's decades of work with President Trump, For God and Country is required reading in this election year, and for every conservative Christian. For God and Country, The Christian Case for Trump, the new book by Dr. Ralph Reed, published by Regnery, available at Amazon and wherever books are sold. I'm Sonequa Martin-Green, and when my mother was diagnosed with cancer, our world changed forever. This experience made me so passionate about spreading awareness of treatment options, including clinical trials. I'm joining Stand Up to Cancer to get information to those who have been diagnosed with cancer and their loved ones. Clinical trials introduce new hope for patients, providing access to cutting-edge new treatments. Talk to your doctor to see if a clinical trial may be the best choice for you or a loved one. To learn more, visit synaptocancer.org forward slash clinical trials today. Vehicle accidents are stressful enough. You don't need someone showing up at the scene trying to pressure you into letting them tow away your vehicle. Call your roadside assistance provider or insurance company for towing company suggestions or consult with police on the scene. And always have the price and terms in writing before you let them hook it up. If you suspect fraud, call us at 1-800-TEL-NICB or visit www.nicb.org. A public service message from the National Insurance Crime Bureau. Hey, this is Bill Carl. We think of ministry as something that happens at the church. But what about ministry that happens in the marketplace? Tune in this Sunday morning at 8 for a brand new program called Ministry in the Marketplace with pastor, evangelist, author, and entrepreneur, Dr. Richard Hamlet. The gospel is not only for the Jews and the 12 tribes of Israel, but it is for the Gentiles. And that it is for everyone. The gospel is for every people group. It's for every ethnicity. Don't miss Ministry in the Marketplace. Sunday morning at 8 on Faith Talk and at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within. Over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. You know why we are playing some of the most um, beloved show tunes, movie tunes here in this conservative hour? Well, it's just like going to the movies itself. You've heard it said that uh, getting away to see a good movie is like getting away to escape. And for a couple of hours, you get a chance to go and you get a chance to see a story that has some conflict and some resolution and uh, uh, stirs the heart, some of the movies. And uh, it's a way just to take a time out from all the daily routines. And I want to tell you that's why we're doing show tunes during this second hour. Uh, Many of you, uh, of course, are, are loyal conservatives on our answer stations, many veterans, uh, tea Party folks, and of course uh, a lot of you are Christians as well, but got a little more of a diverse audience, and uh, boy, with what we're dealing with uh, today, 
and especially for the hour that you and I are together, just to have a few moments of uh, remembering a particular movie because you remember the soundtrack, the, the main song, the main soundtrack of that movie. And uh, if it is uh, one of those movies that uh, left a lasting impression, well, maybe just a few moments for you to realize during our show that as much as we're talking about some very serious topics, uh, you know, there is a life to be lived outside of of all of this uh, chaos and silliness. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. I want to share some more because... I believe that uh, whatever Mr. Bolton has to say, it's going to be out in the public. So I just want to hit on some of the highlights that we know of at this point. Uh, In this uh, interview with Martha Raddus, John Bolton, John Bolton told her, this is in reference to Vladimir Putin of Russia. Now, I shouldn't do this. Look at all of his assessments. And remember, just like as you are listening, maybe you're listening to someone in your church, maybe it's your employer, maybe you're the employer and it's one of your employees, maybe you're a pastor. I mean, let's face it, that when we get a report, the first thing we do is to Well, we have to consider who's giving the report. And then we have to consider where that person who's giving that report, where are they coming from? Now, let me just remind you that, you know, I'm a hawk a lot of times. I'll admit it. But this is a super, 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 super duper hawk on steroids. I'm a hawk when I say, you know, if the president puts a line in the the sand, then if that line is is broached, then you've got to do what you said you were going to do. And you've got to be, in in, in the dangerous world that we live in today, you have to be offensive while you're playing defense. I mean, you just have to be a hawk. Now, keep in mind that John Bolton, uh, he wanted to go and and basically wanted to have military uh, intervention in so many areas through the years. And quite frankly, uh, the president didn't go down that road in, in some of those endeavors. And that did not make Mr. Bolton very happy. And all you have to do is to go back to a lot of the interviews, a lot on Fox, by the way, that precede his precede his time as a commentator, or no, precede his time from going into the White House and his many interviews on Fox, and, I mean, they were always hawkish. So now here's somebody who's a lot more hawkish and probably maybe even reactionary, more right of President Trump, and so... He doesn't appreciate President Trump. He doesn't have a, an opinion that, that President Trump's made the right decisions. Where does he get that opinion? From his own worldview, which is shaped by his own experiences. So 
with that, let, let me just share the rest of what I wanted to sh- wanted to talk about about this uh, this tell-all book for two million bucks. Bolton told Martha Raddus, quote, I think Putin feels like he can play him like a fiddle. I think. Remember that word, I think. I think Putin is smart, tough. I think he sees he's not faced with a serious adversary here. I don't think he's worried about Donald Trump. Now, for me, that is selling a book. That is one of those very strategic entries into this book that I tell you I believe that Mr. Bolton fought out well before the last couple of days because he picked what his handful of bombshells were going to be. Now, why do I say that? Look. That's not the way I'm wired. But if I was wired that way, and if I was going to betray confidences of a boss that I used to work for, if I was going to go down that road, and oh, by the way, I just I just got paid two million smackaroos for doing so, I'm going to pick out my four or five one-liners that I think is going to turn the world upside down. So look at this. I think... I think, I think, I don't think. We got four I, I, I's right there. Just think about that, okay? Just think about that. Now, of course, what was one of the most uh, controversial things called for hearings? It was the Ukraine fiasco. What does Bolton say? Trump withheld aid from Ukraine for political reasons. Wow. Newsflash allegation. Is that new? And get this. Suggested China's president buy more American goods to help him with the 2020 election. Well, today, the trade representative, Robert Litzner, he was on Capitol Hill yesterday. He shot that down. Here's our trade guy, right? And if you look at his body language, I mean, I I didn't have any sense that he was trying to do a cover-up. He said, it's absolutely untrue. Never happened. Never happened. And because Bolton says, I was there, I was in the room, elevating his own status, I was there. (laughs) Our trade representative said, it never happened. I was there. I have no recollection of that ever happening. And... uh, there's going to be more, but these are the nuances. These are the, these are the bombshells. This is Bolton making good on his $2 million advance. So the question is, was the book cleared or not? But I want to reiterate one of the key quotes. We'll go to the phones. One of the key quotes was from former Congressman Trey Gowdy. Trey said, quote, Bolton, if you really think that he's unfit to be the leader of the free world, why didn't you just say anything? 
<laughs> Why do I have to buy your book to get that? I really like Trey Gowdy. I mean, the gentleman from South Carolina, former prosecutor, I mean, he knows how to cut to the chase. Too bad for us he left the Congress, but nonetheless. Uh, but you know what it is? You look at this book and see how, many, how much of the book is Bolton's impressions as opposed to clear-cut evidence with quotes. And I, I can't do that yet. You can't do that yet. Nobody listening can do that yet. But from the initial excerpts that have been shared, that's what uh, I'm thinking uh, in, 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 my, in my soul. 877-943-9673. Let's go to Jim in Odessa. Jim, welcome back to Bill Bunkley Show. Hey, Bill, real quickly. You know, when Bolton was, uh, let's say, uh, on the other side, before he wrote the book and he became a, a Trump hater, the, the left used to try and vilify him and make fun of him because he was a hawk and he was a conservative and he was on Trump's team. Now he was he was a hawk's hawk. He was a hawk's hawk. <laughs> oh yeah, well, 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 the left, that man, they just loved to, to make fun of him. They, uh, you know, he he was a buffoon, everything. Well, now yeah. that he's coming out against Trump, he will be their darling, and everything he says will be the gospel. And he's a he's a uh, he's a hero now. So it, it just shows that the enemy of my enemy is my friend. They vilified him. They vilified oh, yeah. him. And uh, I, I, I would imagine that as this thing gets into the campaign season, I think that as uh, Bolton, it's Bolton, as Mr. Biden and his surrogates are out and uh, they want to start using some of this, there is so much tape. There's so much video of uh, all of the key players that are going to be surrounding Mr. Biden and their assessment of, uh, of him before they thought he would be useful to bring him to trial to throw President Trump under the bus. I, I just got to tell you, Jim, um, I just hope for those that are listening, either way, if you're going to sell out like this, just, just as far as I'm concerned, he's selling a soul. Um, and, and, and it's a shame. But anyway, Jim, I appreciate you spending some time with us. Uh, you're probably like me. I'm just, you get so disgusted, it's like, uh, you know. It just it is what it is, but thanks for taking a few moments with us. Uh, we'll be with you later. Bye. All righty. 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. If you don't know who Benedict Arnold is, if you're not familiar of uh, some of the crucial history of the Revolutionary War, if you're not familiar how close he was to General Washington, if you're not up to speed with uh, how he went uh, uh, north in New York and uh, was doing a, a very yeoman's job for the Continental Army, only to sell out. Only to take the money from the British and to later live out the rest of his life 
in the United Kingdom. History wasn't kind to Benedict Arnold, but who knows, with the revisionist history today, who knows how John Bolton will be remembered. I'll be right back. Bill Carl here for my friends at Moss Nissan. You know, while the factories were slowing production and many dealerships were running out of cars to sell, Moss Nissan and Moss Acura went on an inventory buying spree, so you don't have to settle. Now, with over a 1,000 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from, Moss has a vehicle for everyone's budget. Now, before you buy that Nissan or Acura elsewhere, see Moss. They'll have the vehicle you want, the other guys might not. Their goal is to never lose your business over price. With many favorable finance programs, including 0% loans with approved credit, Moss Nissan Crystal River just received the prestigious Award of Excellence from Nissan. Great job, guys. And if you're searching for a new, improved service experience, Moss Service Departments handle all makes and models. Moss Nissan and Acura are the home of You Serve, You Save, which now applies to pastors and church workers in addition to vets, first responders, and active military. Locations in Newport Ritchie, Crystal River, and now Florida Avenue. Or go to MossAcura.com and MossNissan.com. Did you know the human body does not make its own vitamin C? That's right. That's why it's critical to supplement your diet with a good source of vitamin C every single day. Aquapowder's vitamin C is a safe, effective, and delicious way to get the powerful vitamin C your body needs. And it's easy. Just mix with water and drink. Feel more energy, boost your immune system, and fight free radical damage. The secret is that Aqua Powder's vitamin C combines nature's most potent forms of vitamin C, including acerola cherry, to deliver 2,000 milligrams per serving. That's real protection. And Aqua Powder's vitamin C is available on Amazon. That's spelled A-Q-U-A-P-O-W-D-E-R-Z. Vitamin C is one of the best things you can do for your health, and aqua powders is one of the best ways to get vitamin C. So go to Amazon now and get your aqua powders vitamin C today. And remember, aqua powders transforms water into wellness. As the will of the students goes, so goes the will of the nation. This is the central theme of Return to the Hiding Place, the film about Corey Ten Boom and her secret army of teenagers' heroic efforts to hide and save Jews from the Nazis during World War II. Corey's story was made famous by her book, an original movie produced by the Billy Graham Association. 45 years later comes Return to the Hiding Place, the untold behind-the-scenes true story of Corey's secret army of student teenagers' efforts to rescue Jewish people. Told by Hans Poli, one of Corey's teens in the resistance, Return to the Hiding Place is an action-packed film of the Dutch underground's true breathtaking rescue of an entire orphanage of Jewish children. Return to the Hiding Place, starring John Rice davies Watch this captivating film tonight with your older children at SalemNow.com and save 20% with the promo code TAMPA. Return to the Hiding Place at SalemNow.com, promo code TAMPA. Due to historical content, might not be suitable for younger audiences. Sunday mornings at 11, join Dr. John Connell of Countryside Baptist Church for Helping Life Make Sense. Give up your security blanket and open your heart and your mind to the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit who dwells within you. Helping Life Make Sense with Dr. John Connell. Sunday mornings at 11 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, 
and at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also listen using Alexa. Simply tell her to enable Faith Talk Tampa and enjoy. Streaming at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. And, um, yes, entering into the danger zone here on the Bill Bunkley Show. Hey, we've got some breaking news this afternoon. And uh, if you are a member of the University of Florida alumni or a student or faculty, you may have – I did not know this was under consideration, but uh, we have some breaking news this afternoon I want to bring to you before we – depart at the top of the hour here. The Orlando Sentinel, uh, Bay News 9, uh, a lot of outlets are reporting right now that the Florida Gators will no longer be using the chant of Gator Bait. The UF band will play a a chorus, and then after the chorus, this term is used. It's repeated several times during athletic events. Ken Futch, who is the president of the University of Florida, announced uh, earlier that the cheer would be banned at sporting events due to the, quote, horrific racist imagery associated with the phrase. Now, the president went on to say, while I know of no evidence of racism associated with our gator bait cheer at our UF sporting events, There is horrific, historic, racist imagery associated with the phrase, close quote. Accordingly, University Athletics and the Gator Band will discontinue the use of the the cheer. Now, a little background on this because some of you have not lived here all your lives and I had forgotten about this particular part of uh, this story, but as the Orlando Sentinel reports, long before it became a cheer at Florida football games, the term gator bait dates back to the late 1800s. And uh, let me just tell you that if you've got some young listening ears, as I just contemplate that, I'll give you a couple of minutes couple of seconds here to turn down the radio if they're in the car. This is something that would not be appropriate to, to continue with and at home if you can uh, uh, get them to get to another section of the house. Um, uh, but in a minute, I'm going to, to give you the, the whole story here so you can understand uh, 
this will be uh, very much a topic of conversation this afternoon into the evening and probably <coughs> probably in the days ahead. All right, now that the little ones are um, not among us, long before it became a cheer at Florida football games, the term gator bait dates back to the late 1800s when black babies and children were used as alligator bait, and the phrase was used as a slur toward black people, according to Ferris State University's Jim Crow Museum of Racist Memorabilia. The museum's website features published articles on the topic, noting that in 1919, the Florida Department of Agriculture made a concerted effort to stop the advertising on postcards of alligators lying in wait for black children because it had become destructive advertising for the livestock development in Florida. Interesting to read why our Ag Department was opposed to it instead of being opposed to it because it concerned little children. And by the way, I'm I'm passing this along as I've just received it this afternoon, so I'm I'm processing, processing this along with you. Meanwhile, the Gator Bait cheer and song, and most of you who've been to the swamp, you know what the Gator Chomp is. Both of those, believe me, have been as much as Gator football, Gator basketball, as anything else uh, for decades. Former All-American defensive back Lawrence Wright, one of the players who helped popularize the use of the phrase, told the Gainesville Sun he plans to speak to Dr. Futch about the decision. He says the Gator Nation is a culture too. Wright, who is black, told the Sun, it's not about what happened way back in the past. How about our culture? And uh, the president and everyone at least acknowledges that the university today uh, in voicing that chant uh, in no way was it was like the entire university was chanting because of this very, very dark history of uh, alligators and African children here in the South. Wow. Amazing, amazing. Well, going to take a break. Jay Sekulow Live is up next here on our answer stations. I'll be over on AM 57910 for the third hour of the Bill Bunkley Show on our Fate Talk stations. Hey, join me on the other side. I'll be right back. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. 
to buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you. All you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-555-2085. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. By a 5-4 to four vote, the U.S. Supreme Court has ruled President Trump improperly ended the program that protects immigrants brought to the country as children and allows them to legally work, effectively rescuing the roughly 650,000 people enrolled in the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. DACA recipient Susie Lujano, a Houston resident who came to the U.S. when she was two years old, says she's relieved by the Supreme Court decision. It has been an extremely difficult time for us. And today, just this weight was lifted off of our shoulders. But the Heritage Foundation's Laura Rees tells the Salem Radio Network the majority on the court didn't take into account that DACA should never have been implemented. The Supreme Court could have simply said this rescission was lawful um, because the Obama administration was without authority, uh, either by Congress or the Constitution, to create this program in the first place. The Supreme Court didn't say Mr. Trump can't end the program, just that his administration went about it the wrong way. Arizona mayors are free to make wearing face masks mandatory to slow the spread of the coronavirus, Governor Doug Ducey said Wednesday, a turnabout amid pressure as the state became a national virus hotspot. I said two weeks ago that there was not a trend here. There was just a lot of data and information on this graph. Uh, Looking at the last two tranches of data, the last two weeks of data, there is a trend. And the trend is headed in the wrong direction. Mayors in Phoenix, Tucson, and other cities said they would move quickly to require masks. Older adults and people with existing health problems are the ones most at risk. On Wall Street, a mixed day as the Dow was down by 39 points, but the Nasdaq rose 32, the S&P advanced to, and oil up to 38.84 a barrel. This is SRN News. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-880-7474. That's 1-800-880-7474. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-880-7474. Select quote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issue, and company, and other factors. Not available in all The battle over an Indiana nativity scene continues. Christmas was months ago, but a local atheist continues to try and have the display at the Jackson County Courthouse declared unconstitutional. Liberty Council, a Christian legal firm, has appealed the latest decision by a federal judge to the Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals. 
That judge found that the nativity is a violation of the so-called separation of church and state. Liberty Council says such displays have been approved by the Supreme Court in the past. Michael Harrington, SRN News. Georgia's lieutenant governor proposes his own version of a hate crimes law. Jeff Duncan wants state lawmakers to protect broad categories from biased crimes, including people victimized because of their culture and exercising First Amendment rights, including religious expression. Hate crimes laws are controversial because they often include sexual orientation and so-called gender identity. Georgia lawmakers rejected a measure applying hate crime punishments based on race, religion, national origin, and sexual orientation. This is SRN News. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Hi, I'm Sally Harris, founder of Circle C Ranch Academy, a nationally accredited preschool in South Tampa. When I think about Circle C's successes over the last 40 years, I think of Adam, who came to us as a class clown and today is a successful attorney in Tampa. Let Circle C Ranch help your child succeed in school and in life. Schedule a tour today at ccranchacademy.com. That's ccranchacademy.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTVN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsborough, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-943. 9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around, or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. And welcome back. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show, part of the Salem Media Group. <clears throat> Our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Delighted to have um, you back with us, especially those of you who have been with us since the 3 o'clock hour. It's been, an interesting, um, it's been an interesting few minutes here on the Bill Bunkley Show, or actually this show. And that is because today we're, we're going to get back to this poll that was conducted by the uh, Barna Group talking about the church and racism. And many things are, are, are pouring through my mind right now. And Lord, I'm just asking you to Give me, um, give me a little clarity uh, as several different angles, uh, several different um, thoughts have come to my mind. And uh, 
let, let, let's talk about the poll, and, and I want to bring in the idea about when you start having conversations with people who don't look like you, who don't act like you, that you don't have much of anything on the surface in common with, and about how those conversations go, okay? So as we kind of venture into this, my African-American friends through the years have have shared with me uh, part of the divide in America. And if I am misstating, you can call me at 877-943-9673. Our predominantly black African-American Christian churches in America are basically churches, pastors, leading congregations where justice is a central theme of the life of that church. And by contrast, what I'm talking about is the injustices. Now, the reason why we have to deal with these injustices is because they happen. And they have been happening. And to some degree, I am, I am sad that it has manifested itself, the issue, so much with our law enforcement agencies. Not because we have bad apples, not because people need to be ferreted out who should not be in police work. I get that. There's always a few people in police work. Let's be honest. They, they were the schoolyard bullies. And and they pursued the track to be able to go out and to be a bully uh, with a uniform. And then sometimes fellow police officers in the, the code of blue Things that might have, should have been reported, that have been seen, haven't been reported because of that, because of that sisterhood and brotherhood. I, I get all of that. And we've got to look at ways for that to, uh, to work itself out. Because we have to implement screening, monitoring, and, and other techniques that the experts, I believe, I know will be bringing forth in that area. So, keep in mind that you may bristle when you hear the word white privilege. First of all, I think that if we are going to bring the level of emotions and sensitivity down, I think we need to consciously attempt to back away from some of these inflammatory words. Because most of us, we get it. I mean, we understand. And I think when you have an opportunity, if you are a Caucasian individual, 
And if you are going to be heeding what I believe the Holy Spirit and the God himself and Jesus is communicating to our national Christian leaders, our local leaders, our pastors, that one of the best ways to begin to to have a, a rich and a deep and a wholesome response to this is to get to know, have an honest conversation, share testimonies between African Americans and Caucasians, the Latinos and Caucasians. And if we were in California, we, we do have an Asian community here, but not like uh, over on the Pacific Coast. Um, we would be we would probably having more of an emphasis on the to sit down and say, tell me about your life. Where did you grow up? Tell me about your mom and your dad. Tell me about the life in your community when you grew up. And eventually get to the point, in a general sense, what has either been your experience when you've interacted with law enforcement or experience from your parents or grandparents, but of a broader nature, how about growing up? How about growing up? Just growing up with all the other encounters. Because at the very least, I think they would find that interesting. And of course, when you talk to a lot of folks, because this this has no regard for color, you know, white folks have had injustices done to them. Latinos have had injustices done to them. We've all had injustices. We've all had the bully that tried to shake us down for our lunch money. We all had certain different groups of people who, when three or four of uh, like-minded members got together and they started cruising around town, you know, it was never really good. Thought it was funny, but a lot of that stuff is hurtful. And so as we bring the church together and we talk about this idea of racism, in a black church, they, they are looking for the leadership of what God's telling them in the midst of injustice. To them, because of their experience, injustice on a heightened scale has been a center point of they're reading and studying of the scriptures from a point of justice and injustice for for Caucasians you know I don't think that in a widespread survey of sermons I don't think that you probably would find a lot of sermons in a predominantly white church preaching about various sides, various various verses, various historical biblical stories about injustice. So therefore, we, we kind of miss each other. 
because our worship experiences uh, are not only different in style, but they're they're different in if we were to look at a um, at an inventory of the messages down through the decades here. So that's where we all have to come together. Now, oddly enough, I, I'm I'm thinking about now the the Gator Cheer that has been eliminated from the University of Florida. Uh, it's a Gator Chomp, which the band which the band um, uh, gets involved with the chant of Gator Bait has some very, uh, very, very horrendous historical underpinnings. But you know, before these discussions are going to be productive, and that is sitting down with someone who's of the uh, of a different skin color, talking about that personal testimony, learning about the cultural mores of that person's life, and vice versa. There has to be an environment where people can speak openly if we're going to have understanding and if we're going to have healing. How many of you are on pins and needles that in the last few weeks, you've now become very concerned that you might say something that otherwise wouldn't have been taken as, you know, inappropriate, but today might be considered extremely inappropriate. How many of you are watching your P's and Q's? How many of you are kind of walking the political correctness? Well, I'm going to say something that may be controversial, but as long as that spirit is out there, we're not going to have a lot of communication. (coughs) Case in point. University of Florida president just made a proclamation that chair is going to go. Now we have an all-American, an African-American, all-American played for the University of Florida, and several years back was sort of central in galvanizing school pride. And uh, he has, uh, he's going to meet with the president, and he is going to lead a group to oppose this move by the University of Florida, saying that this school is doing nothing that connects it with that history going to be interesting to watch this unfold but how open can we have those type of conversations i'll talk about that next the phone lines are open at 877-943-9673 how to have the honesty to speak honestly i mean that's the topic coming up i know oh my darkest 
If you're like a lot of Floridians, you've not been spending a lot of time in your car. When you're called back to work or taking that nice family drive to get away from it all, take a good look at your windshield. If you notice any cracks or chips, I want you to call Auto Glass America. I use them on my windshield replacement. Was so happy with the work. Remember, just because you drive an expensive import, you don't have to go to the dealer. And with Auto Glass America, you get a free windshield and cash back with comprehensive insurance that is the kind of deal we all need in this economy. Remember, 81396Glass. 81396Glass for Auto Glass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. Hey, are you guys open? Yeah, yeah, we are. Come on in. As businesses reopen across the nation, is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand? Contact Salem Surround. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Bill Bunkley, the Bill Bunkley Show, a part of the Salem Media Group. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Talking about... Um, how we as a church take some of these first steps in, 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 in talking about being honest about the dialogue phase of this, that we have to be free to talk about what's on our mind without being vilified, without being labeled. Because I believe that some people, even inside the church, uh, first of all, just just kind of discussing all the stuff flying around on social media. Uh, I would say ignore most of it. A few things you can get information-wise, but, you know. But, but the point is this. Here we have an African-American, I'm talking about the University of Florida, kind of, bring this back to the church um, uh, treatment of this. You've got a black athlete, All-American, played football for UF, helped rally the school around these chairs a few years ago, and he is speaking out, and he's going to meet with the president, and he's going to do an online petition, which means uh, this issue has uh, risen. It is controversial. And uh, there's going to be more of the, the public awareness and uh, observation as 
the discussions about this move by UF is going to move uh, through the, the days and weeks of time. And so I would say at some point in time, we saw this, uh, we saw this um, with Senator Scott out of South Carolina. I'm not going to say what, but because he's a conservative, because he is a Republican, and a couple of days ago, he expressed his opinion about what the president has done for African Americans. He was vilified by uh, fellow Democrats in the House and the Senate. And, and, and referring to him in some of the awful, awful black-white stereotypes of the history that we're trying to get away from. It's in today's rhetoric. And the point I'm trying to make is, as long as we continue to be in an environment where if I want to say something about how I feel, and you're going to take that and run with it, and next thing you know, I'm a, I'm a bigot, I'm a racist. See, he said this, she said that, he's a bigot, he's a racist. We're going to have a hard time having any real dialogue in this nation much less our churches. And we've got to understand that what has happened in our past, now sometimes very unpleasant things in our past, we know, especially if we're young and children or middle school, high school, those things, those things are in the tapes, in the digital part of our mind forever and ever. Take this example. I'm not going to tell you who's white or who's black. But this is an incident where the two participants in this story had opposite skin tones. Opposite skin tones, that's the big discussion all across America today. One person was walking down the street with one skin tone. A pickup truck with four individuals followed by a uh, four-door sedan rolled up uh, on this person walking. The folks in the vehicles were of a different skin color. And without provocation, those folks uh, exited their two vehicles and very seriously assaulted this individual so much that he was put in jail, I mean put in the hospital. And uh, nobody ever found out who they were. They just went along their merry way. Now the problem is, is that it doesn't matter whether you're white or black. I didn't tell you who was who because you immediately see that, you know, you've heard, you've heard the testimonies. And in that story, uh, there are testimonies either way. What we have to be able to do is, and it can start with one of the members of your church or the family members of your church, to sit down and have this conversation. Tell me about your life. Now, obviously, to have, a, have an honest discord before you get there, say, hey, you know what, I'd like to understand you. And uh, if you'd like to understand me, maybe we can go somewhere with six-foot separation and, and, uh, or at one of our homes, you know, one on one side of the room, one or the other. And maybe we ought to 
maybe we ought to try one of these conversations. And as I was saying in the in the last uh, uh, in hour number one, talking about it, I, I want to tell you that when you have a chance to sit and dialogue with someone who has a, a different cultural upbringing than you, a different cultural experience than you. There is a bond that develops. There is an understanding that develops. And But we have to have the freedom to have those conversations. We have to have the freedom to be frank. And I think today that we are in this, this horrendous got you mentality in the media, in the sports, everywhere that we go. I think that many people are hesitant to take that risk, to take that chance to, to sit down. So this was reflected in the poll, and that is, it's one thing for our pastors to lead out. It's one thing for our pastors to to talk about how we must come together and to suggest some 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 biblically oriented ideas in doing that. The idea I want to leave with you is we just can't talk about it. We just can't learn about how to do this. We got to do it. And we've got to understand people. And the only way you do that is one-on-one. The only way you do that is to take the risk and to step out. I believe that Christians can change the course of this nation. But I have no illusions. Christians are going to have to change themselves. Christians are going to have to revisit many attitudes within themselves. Not all, but I kind of got the feeling of a good host of them. Because until they deal with those issues and those prejudices or those stereotypes in their own hearts, I don't think much is going to happen. I'll be right back. All the trophies won will crumble into dust when it's set in. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says she's ordering the removal from the Capitol of portraits honoring four previous House speakers who served in the Confederacy. In a letter Thursday to the House clerk, Pelosi directed the immediate removal of portraits depicting former speakers. They are Robert Hunter of Virginia, James Orr of South Carolina, and Howell Cobb and Charles Crisp, both of Georgia. Wall Street held at a near standstill on Thursday, and indexes were split as caution about rising coronavirus infections in hotspots around the world washed over hopes for a coming economic recovery. The S&P 500 edged up by 0.1% after flip-flopping repeatedly between small gains and losses throughout the day. The Dow was down by 39 points. The Nasdaq rose 32. The S&P advanced to. This is SRN News. 
Nothing is more important than protecting your family and property. That's why you should make a free call right now to Vivint, the number one smart home services provider in the U.S. Vivint will make your home safer and more secure with a state-of-the-art system that's so simple to use. Vivint smart home specialists provide award-winning monitoring of your system 24-7, 365 to respond to any emergency, even when you can't. And with the 4.5-star rated Vivint smart home mobile app, control your entire house from anywhere. Locks, cameras, security system, all at your fingertips tips on your mobile device. Call Vivint now and get a free quote, professional installation, and full smart home service for as little as $2 per day. Equipment purchase or service agreement required. Conditions apply. Call now. A smart home is a safer home. So protect your family and your property, home or business, with a Vivint smart home system. Call 800-311-6855. 800-311-6855. That's 800-311-6855. 800-311-6855. We've always had villains to face. Bad guys to take down. But you... You're worse than all of them put together. You are the most horrible of all. Pure evil. Just because you're tough doesn't mean we can't beat you. We're not here because we have to be. We are here because we've had enough of you. We all have the power to do something. To change something. To stand up to cancer. Every single one of us is mortal. Even me. Even me. But inside of us, we are all heroes. One person is not a team. But when we join together, together, you don't stand a chance. We are glorious. We're resilient. We are powerful. And we will win. So stand up with us. Stand up to fight. Stand up to win. Visit StandUpToCancer.org to learn more. As the will of the students go, so goes the will of the nation. This is the central theme of the new movie, Return to the Hiding Place, a film about Corey Ten Boom and her family's heroic efforts to hide and save Jews from Nazis during World War II and about her secret army of teenagers. Watch this captivating movie tonight with your older children at SalemNow.com and save 20% with the promo code TAMPA. Return to the Hiding Place at SalemNow.com. Promo code TAMPA. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But if you live in the Lakeland, Winter Haven, Auburndale area, check us out on FM 102.1, streaming at Let's Let's talk faith.com. You are here, moving in our midst. I worship you. I worship you. You are here, working in this place. I worship you. I worship you. You are we make miracle work, promise keep light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. And we're back, and that's what it's all about. We got a little bit of a return here, Jose. If we can uh, click that, good deal. Hey, uh, we're back, and uh, boy, I tell you what, when you think about the fact that. Uh, we are, we are struggling 
because of our America. We're struggling because of what we see in our communities. And and we're frustrated. We're trying to figure out, okay, what's the way? Is there is there a way forward? Because let's face it, some folks don't want to have a way forward. They're perfectly happy with all the commotion that's going on. But to know that our relationship with Christ and the fact that he's a wave maker, and we've got that bond with our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, no matter what their skin color, that uh, we can look uh not to do it the world's way, but to do it his way. Imagine, if you will, and some of you have seen The Chosen, but um, you, you get a fresh look of Jesus. The Chosen is the eight-part first-year series that you can watch on YouTube or go to thechosen.tv. But uh, John, who, um, and his last name escapes me again, who plays, who plays Jesus in this series, really has a testimony, and that is we are reminded. You know, for those of us that are veteran Christians, we have read these biblical accounts for decades and decades and decades. And because we know sometimes what the next words are going to be because of our familiarity, we we sometimes don't slow down and, and let that event re-educate us in our lives. But what would Jesus do right now? And again, that last episode, episode 8, it was the Samaritan woman at the well. Now, in what we're talking about, if we made it modern day, she had two strikes against her. Number one, she was a Samaritan woman. Jews had nothing to do with Samaritans, especially Samaritan women. Now they, they might have been worse on the, on the social scale than, uh, than, than, than somebody who was just, you know, sick with the plague. And then she was a Samaritan. But Jesus knew... That as they were going to head for Jerusalem, all the Jews went around Samaria. I mean, that, that's just unclean. It's kind of like, are there certain neighborhoods that you avoid driving through? Just saying. Just saying. But Jesus went into the heart of that neighborhood. Jesus went into the heart of Samaria. And even that morning, he told his disciples as he was sharing the route they were taking, and they were like, oh, my goodness, we can't be doing that. We can't go through there. Oh, man, Eh, eh, unclean, unclean. Jesus said, no. Yeah, we're going through there. And later we would uh, understand that he knew, and by the way, his timing is impeccable. He knows all things, that he was going there for a particular appointment to meet a particular woman who was of a particular skin color and a lineage that was hated by the Jews. And he was going to have a conversation with her. And you can see her prejudiced against him. 
Now, she doesn't go to the well in the morning like all the other women because she's such an outcast. She's, she's living with somebody. She's married, and she's had five husbands. So you can imagine what her reputation is there in Sinkar, which is the city just down the hill from Jacob's well. So how does Jesus engage her? With a smile on his face, asking her to draw some water, and she immediately wants to know, why are you asking me? I'm unclean. This vessel I have, the what I'm going to dip out of the well, you, you, you can't be talking to me, interacting with me, or, or drinking out of my, my instruments here. And he began to share the gospel. And when he told her, you know, I came here specifically to talk to you. I knew that you would be here, and I came here to talk to you. And I want to tell you that I'm offering you living water. Water that can quench your spirit, not only in this life, but in the next. Very simple, true gospel. And you know, that's the level that we have to get to in our country. And, and, our, and, and even with one to another. Hey, we get together with our friends from church and not doing much of it now, but you know, pre all this mess, pre COVID, pre the, uh, the the folks that are out protesting, and man, can't wait till Sunday. Oh, Brady, Tom Brady looks pretty good in those new Buck Colors, number twelve. Now I've been looking at this, and yada 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 yada. And I'm stereotyping. And the women will come, hey, did you see so and so on TV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, we we just have all these side conversations, like like we're going to the social club. And we don't come together serious about Christ. A lot of that has to change. We've had a chance because of the acceptance of Christianity by and large for a few decades that we could just coast and hear stories about those that are being unjustly treated or persecuted. Those times have changed. But I want to share with you something very childish and very foolish. And uh, and I hope it, it gives you sort of a beacon this afternoon about our, high respo- our, our very high responsibility as Christians to do what Jesus would do. And to not do, say, or react in any way that would uh, bring a dark shadow on him. Some of you may know, I mentioned a minute ago, South Carolina Senator Tim Scott. He's a rarity. Now, he's a rarity not because he's an African American, but he's a rarity because he is a Republican. So, he's one of our representatives. All 465 members of the Congress, including those that we may think are out there a little bit, they have a right to be heard. Our 100 senators have a right to be heard. 
and they have a right to be heard without name calling. But that that uh, that didn't happen. Was it yesterday? You see, Senator Tim Scott unveiled his proposal to address the racial unrest here in the United States. He sincerely had a plan to talk about, from his point of view, for justice and reforms in policing. But one of his fellow senators didn't take too kindly to that. Didn't take too kindly that he applauded President Trump for the accomplishments and the goals that he has reached when concerning the African-American community. Have you ever heard of the word token? Token. You can't come up with a word. Well, there's a couple out there. Let me just correct that. But there are two or three words that basically they hit the max button when it comes to racial overtones. Some call it race baiting. Token is um, has been referred to uh, a token in a token minority in entertainment. In other words, a fake attempt at racial diversity in films and TV. But this is the term a white senator from Illinois used to describe the efforts of Senator Scott. I want to take you back to Martin Luther King because tokenism was one of the issues raised by Dr. Martin Luther King. Back during the Civil Rights Movement. And so Senator Scott took a cheap shot from Senator Durbin. as being a token. And he went to the floor and he he talked about how divisive that word was to him. And oh, by the way, it hurt. Do we even care if we hurt each other these days? You kind of wonder. I wonder if hurt will one day be taken out of Webster's Dictionary. Because we are so run away with me, myself, and I, the selfishness. Well, so you call Tim Scott a token black Republican. Scott responded and said, to think that anti-lynching that's part of this legislation would be considered a token piece of legislation because perhaps I'm African American and I'm on the other side of the aisle. I don't know what he meant, but I can tell you that this day, to have those comments 
those comments hurt the soul. Of course, Durbin has got a whole different explanation, but I, I want to just share And CBN, CBN News is reporting that Scott had to choke back the tears when he was on the Senate floor. He had to pause for 40 seconds to regain his composure. As he reminded everyone that his bill was introduced on the same day a racist gunman had killed nine people at an African-American church in Charleston five years ago. Hearts have to change. I'll be right back. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to BambooHR.com HR. This is a limited offer only available to radio listeners at BambooHR.com HR. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. If you're like a lot of Floridians, you've not been spending a lot of time in your car. When you're called back to work or taking that nice family drive to get away from it all, take a good look at your windshield. If you notice any cracks or chips, I want you to call Auto Glass America. I use them on my windshield replacement. Was so happy with the work. Remember, just because you drive an expensive import, you don't have to go to the dealer. And with Auto Glass America, you get a free windshield and cash back with comprehensive insurance that is the kind of deal we all need in this economy. Remember, 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS. Glass for Autoglass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. As the will of the students goes, so goes the will of the nation. This is the central theme of Return to the Hiding Place, the film about Corey Ten Boom and her secret army of teenagers' heroic efforts to hide and save Jews from the Nazis during World War II. Corey's story was made famous by her book and original movie produced by the Billy Graham Association. 45 years later comes Return to the Hiding Place, the untold behind-the-scenes true story of Corey's secret army of student teenagers' efforts to rescue Jewish people. Told by Hans Poli, one of Corey's teens in the resistance, Return to the Hiding Place is an action-packed film of the Dutch underground's true breathtaking rescue of an entire orphanage of Jewish children. Return to the Hiding Place, starring John Rice Davies. Watch this captivating film tonight with your older children at SalemNow.com and save 20% with the promo code TAMPA. Return to the Hiding Place at SalemNow.com, promo code TAMPA. Due to historical content, might not be suitable for younger audiences. Work, school, grocery shopping, doctor's appointments, to the kids' soccer games, out for movie night over to grandma and grandpa's house and on last year's amazing road trip your vehicle takes you so many places lock it or lose it if you suspect auto theft contact the national insurance crime bureau at 1-800-TELNICB 
or visit our website at nicb.org. A public service message from the National Insurance Crime Bureau. Hi, I'm Brian Golden, lead pastor of Centerpoint Church, and I want to invite you to tune into Unfiltered Radio. Whether you're a skeptic, maybe you've been hurt by the church, or you are a Jesus follower, we want to help you in your journey of faith or investigating faith. On Unfiltered, we're honest. We try to speak at street level about what it means to follow Jesus and his teachings. And what you'll discover may lead you to give Jesus another look. Listen to Unfiltered Radio with Bryant Golden, weeknights at 6.30 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within. Over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. We're back, Bill Bunkley here, and that is exactly what our Father does. All the praise and the honor and the glory goes to our Lord Jesus Christ. Well, I hope that spending some time this afternoon really kind of getting serious with one another, we know that this is going to be, uh, in some degree, this is going to be open-heart surgery for a lot of folks. It's going to have to have an opportunity of, you know, the mentality of uh, necessarily taking sides, uh, being very careful about what you pass along on the Internet, things that you might put in in the uh, social communications of our day. And, And remember that it is an exciting time for each and every one of us. Because if we, will, if we will examine our own hearts and have the same initial conversation with Jesus as he had with the woman at the well. And remember that Jesus wasn't just a, a lawgiver. He wasn't just telling folks, hey, you got to do this, repent, believe in me, or be safe. No. Jesus was very much human, very much a conversationalist, very much, I believe, talking about the the non-faith issues of the day and and just chatting, chatting over dinner, chatting with his disciples. So I want you to imagine yourself the way it really is. You and Jesus just chatting and say, you know, Lord, you know, I want to be honest. I'm going to start with my own heart, Lord. You know, do, do open surgery on my heart. Clean out a couple of vows first. And then let me get excited, Lord. Let me get excited because each and every one of us are called to be a catalyst. Not up to your pastor. Not out to your outreach pastor. Not out to your Hispanic pastor 
or your or your whatever pastor. No, 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 no. It's for all of us to ask the Lord, what can I do to be a catalyst here? And I want to leave you with some words of um, Charles Stanley. Because right now, some of us feel a little burned out. Some of us are past the point of irritation. Some of us, while it's healthy to watch very little of the TV images and the constant haranguing back and forth, some of us are so so out of it, we, we don't even turn on TV anymore. I get that. But the Holy Spirit will refresh us. When we put a smile on our face in that time that we spend with the Lord and and just have those open conversations with him that maybe you can't have with anybody else, I can tell you those are some fun, enjoyable times. Had one of those late last night. Just, I was just... I was just talking back and forth, and I said, imagine that, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, help me. And so here are some words of encouragement. Because I I never want to leave you not encouraged. But I want to leave you the fact that I believe that you today can be a catalyst. Very sensitive to the things I've been sharing about how we really get up to the starting blocks to really make a difference. And to really do it in God's way. Dr. Stanley said, and I quote, We can be tired, weary, and emotionally distraught. But after spending time alone with God, we find that He injects into our body's energy, power, and strength. There is no doubt that we feel a little tapped out and maybe a whole lot tapped out. We're tired. We're weary. And I know even in my own life, covering this and praying about how to address this Every day I can tell you that I am emotionally drained. But I'm also here to tell you, with that smile on my face, remembering that picture of Jesus at the well, and um, you can just, if you watch that clip from The Chosen, you, you just see that woman when she realizes who Jesus is, and, and uh, he is the one to save her. Watching her ecstatically run back down the hill to the city of Sinkar, that is the energy that we get when we spend time with him. So spend some time with him. He will energize you. He will put that power cord back in. He'll give you strength. And then go out and live for him and be that catalyst to change hearts in America. Going to wrap things up. Be back tomorrow at 3 been my honor to be with you this afternoon. Have a great evening. God bless and good night.